and welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. My name is Richie, with me is Farley. Say hello, Farley. Hello. We are a video games podcast, a podcast about video games. Um, we are also available on the socials at That Guy's a Maniac, all one word, lowercase. And you can also catch us on our blog at www.thatguys.co.uk. Farley, as part of our opening, we have a new thing where somebody says a quote at the other person, and Farley, you are up. Give me a quote. This week's video game quote is Nil point for the non-shadows. Nil point for the non-shadows. Yeah. Uh, The shadows. Is it is it a Sonic reference shadow? No. No. Okay. Um, for the shadows. Nil points for the non-shadows. Nil point for the non-shadows. Is it a tennis game? No, but you're getting slightly warmer. Is it the the ping pong game the Rockstar made? <laughs> no, that's wasn't that table tennis. Oh yeah, yeah, table tennis. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the Shadows, is that a reference to a group or a gang? Or is it an actual shadow? Um, it's a reference to everybody who isn't shadow. Everybody who isn't shadow. Yeah. It's definitely not Shadow the Hedgehog. It's definitely not Shadow the Hedgehog, yeah. It's a, there's a character called Shadow, and they make this comment. About all the non-shadows. Shadow. Is it a, a Metal Gear thing? No. No. Who is Shadow? Who is Shadow? Is this a, an obscure NetEros game? No. Okay. PlayStation game? Uh, be more specific. PlayStation 1? No. PlayStation 2? Yes. PlayStation 2. Shadow, dead or alive? No. No, it's very late, PlayStation 2. Mm. Hang on, I'm just going to check. I think that's <laughs> I think I'm pretty much stumped, so there's no real need to check on that one. <laughs> what is it? Okay, I thought maybe you've never maybe you've never played this game. There is that strong possibility. <laughs> um, it's from Mashed Drive to Survive. Yes, I have not played that at all. Oh, you're missing out, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll go back 20 years and... Um, you can get it on Steam. On Steam? All right, okay, yeah. Mashed. Yeah. And what what happens in this um, game? So, yeah, Mashed. Dry, dry it was, like I said, it was late PlayStation 2. Um, and essentially it was, hey, Micro Machines is really good. Why don't we bring that back? Um, except it's in a, a more realistic setting. Oh, okay. um, and it was so good. Like, yeah, one of the best couch co-op games there is. Loads of interesting levels. Uh, and uh, kind of hazards. And you pick up weapons and destroy each other in really brutal ways. Um, but each of the characters had a taunt. So when you when you won the point uh, and it was on the winner's screen, <laughs> you could press a button to taunt. Um, and each, each of the characters kind of had different personalities. So... Uh, I think like you know, one of them was like a American country girl, 
Uh, one of them is a bit stupid, um, but the driver of the black car called Shadow was um, this driver with like a, a German accent. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like a really Saturday morning cartoon evil. So occasionally when you'd win the point and you start hitting the taunt button to taunt everybody, he'd say, Nil points for the non shadows. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and that was my favorite. Okay. There we go. I have never played that game. Look it out. There's a sequel as well. There's Drive to Survive and Fully Loaded. Um, Eva's good. Yeah. We, we knew it was going to be good because some demo disc, this is the very end of demo discs as a thing. Life's, life. Um, life hack? Time of life. Uh, and we ended up playing the demo. Oh, you know, really limited. I think it's like a time limited demo. You do one level. You only had one level. And we played that to death. So yeah, it was like guaranteed. This is gonna be <laughs> so you, yeah, plumped for the full game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, never look back. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Right. Okay. So now that that is out of the way, and I've lost yet another one. Um. What are we doing today? Well, today we've had it on the cards for a while, but um, we're finally doing it. Uh, we are talking about video game music. Um, which I'm a huge fan of, uh, which I don't know if that's controversial to say. I always think it slightly is, because many years ago, when the official Nintendo magazine, A, existed, the UK version, and B, had a podcast, uh, they had an episode about music, and, and three out of four of them were like, well, it's not like you listen to video game music on your, you know, on your whatever. What's that? On your iPod. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I listen to video game music all the time. Um, but the reason why I think video game music is so special is one, um, because obviously it has to do really interesting things um, when you're playing a game, um, like, you know, change tempo. or like, So classic yeah. examples, like in a fighting game, you've got your normal stage, you've got your round three stage, you've got your low life stage. Uh, in an open world game, um, you know, it's got to be structured in such a way to kind of loop as you're faffing around, but then changing you go to, to different areas. And then it can't be annoying either, because if, yeah, you have a truck that's too annoying. Yeah, and or then, Mario Kart, or the final lap where it speeds up. To, yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of thing, so, yeah. So A, it's got to be doing all these clever things. Um, but then B, uh, with rare exception, games based around sounds and music. It can't be essential because many, many people play with the sound off. Yeah. Right? Because they're <laughs> playing at three o'clock in the morning whilst their partner is asleep or when their kids are asleep or if you're, you know, playing on your phone or in a public space, you don't want to put headphones on. Um, or it's just distracting, so you turn it off. Yeah, yeah. And I think you and I are almost opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> uh, in that you regularly play with no sound at all. So um, quite so, often I will <laughs> start up a brand new game, go straight to the options and turn off music. You're killing me, man. <laughs> so, 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 so occasionally we're playing a new game. Um, well, it's normally Pokemon. We're playing a new game together. I'll be I'll be raving about the music. You're like, no, yeah, I've never, not just not heard that. Um, <laughs> but the other good thing about, or the other the other interesting aspect, no, it's not the other. There's many. Um, another interesting aspect of video game music is. 
because as we mentioned previously or that we get so many remasters reboots remakes um we get those you know tracks coming back so so you know my third or fourth thought after the final fantasy 7 remake trailer dropped for example was oh man I'm, that music's going to be absolutely amazing <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, you look to, to, to remixes, remakes, um, there's also just a hugely talented community um, of remixes out there, so shout outs to old school websites like OC Remix, but you know, there's hundreds of people just remixing um, their favourite video game songs, uh, and some of those are uh, just absolutely brilliant, and then there's kind of remixing of music as part of gaming so uh, if you think about a game like smash brothers ultimate so many of those uh sort of those tracks are um remixes of uh, existing video game music yes yeah you can also get uh video game music which kind of tells a story so not in this episode but certainly if we do decide to do another one of these there's a couple of tracks i'd love to pull out um which which do that um so that you know, with the weaving of the music together, it uh, uh, it tells a bit of a story, uh, and you know, music. Uh, you can have kind of themes which will throw you back to, uh, you know, the first level when you played. So video games are really, really good sometimes at having like a central theme which they'll keep coming back and kind of um, uh, revisiting throughout games. So you get a number of different versions of them uh, of it. Um, it's still not, kind of not readily available. <laughs> it's getting a little, it's getting a little bit yeah, better. Yeah. Um, in that now, you know, most games or most big games, <laughs> either the, the biggest games and the smallest games will have some kind of limited edition vinyl soundtrack. Um, but yeah, so much more is only accessible through uh, grey, legally grey means, shall we say. Um, and there's virtually no recognition in, I'd say, wider musical spheres of video games. It's it's getting there, but it seems to be stuck in in kind of um, uh, occasionally you'll get some orchestra that would do like a video game special. Video games live as a thing. To yeah. Um, there was a rearrangement of a Kirby track that won a Grammy this year, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, but like in, in one of the really shit categories, <laughs> like composition or something like that. Um, and there's also, uh, so actually it was, I was reading an interview with this guy who composed this Kirby track, uh, and he was saying one of the challenges of adapting video game music is that um, unlike most other kinds of music, it, it can defy, almost defy um, being played live. Because normally it's done by a person at a computer, and then they don't have to worry about, well, I need to fit a band in this sound recording, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we can just play all these notes all at once. Let's just thousand. get a choir as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it all happens at the same time, which is, you know, either physically impossible to do with, with real music or, or composers wouldn't be that ambitious, which is why I think they, they kind of um, they won this Grammy. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't think a video game with oh who, yeah, can you remember who produced the that Tetris song? Is it like Pete Waterman? <laughs> I have no idea. The Spin Doctors, 
No, not spin doctors. No, the spin doctors, no. Oh, what's it called? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh no, it's going to bug me now. Tetris got a mainstream release and did quite well. But it's very, very rare. And it is somebody like either P. Waterman or Dennis. No, <laughs> Dennis Waterman. Dennis Waterman. <laughs> Minder. <Or the> <laughs> Yeah, but he looks like he's that guy, he's that sad guy, does it? Dr. Spin. Tetris Dr. Spin. Spin, okay. I know, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. What? Arranged it, yes, there you go. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, I remember being something. Something like that. Um, so aside from real gimmicky curios like the Tetris song, like the, uh, do you remember the Mario song? Which Mario song? Take my hand. Oh my god, no, no, no. Yes, stop that. I've Come on, that. do I've, the Mario. I've, yeah. Yeah. From the um, the live action series thing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can't remember which one of them it was. Because it was the yeah. live action series that had the cast. Anyway. Um, yeah. Aside from that, sadly, video game music. Uh, either because it's not commercially available, because they don't count it for whatever reason, because primarily it's yeah. digitally, you know, you never really see it in there. You never I really think, see the charts. I think you're being a bit harsher about it, or perhaps you would prefer it to stay in a niche. But there, I think um, video game music, especially for more popular um, tracks, uh, bleeds its way into um, at least the social consciousness. Like, I mean, I. The best thing that I ever saw was coming out of a Angel Underground, and there's a guy on an actual ocarina doing <laughs> ocarina time tracks. I mean, it's 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 so hipsterish, but I mean, it was just like, wow, this is you know, that is like it is in the public knowledge, and you know, people are enjoying that. I, yeah. I guarantee that if you were to like, I don't know, in the middle of. Uh, Ant and Dex, Saturday Night, whatever it is, start playing Final Fantasy VII theme tune, you'd get a roar of excitement, you know? Um, I, I, I just guess it's maybe not um, talked about as much. Yeah, well, I think it's just... It's just... Um, well, yeah, although through the power of the internet, you can find lots of people who are interested in it, and you know, people who do remixes, and people yeah. who live, live concerts, and you know, people who hunt these things, people who remix these things, but... Uh, we're still in a situation where a new game can come out and have an amazing soundtrack and you won't be able to just purchase the music either yeah. you know, as a vinyl, as a as a CD, you're going old school or, you know, manual. Yeah, well, well, yeah, like a lot of the, the Steam games that you get, you usually get the soundtrack included. Yeah. on mp3s and stuff like that so yeah i think it's just slightly different with like and that's console and switch games because the accessibility of those soundtracks is well yeah, yeah. i mean oh yeah and it's different in japan right you yeah you go to a japanese bookshop and you go to the floor about video games and you can buy a hundred final fantasy soundtracks of different versions there's also something really strange about well, depending on the video game which don't just have you know here's a series of songs which have a start and, and, and beginning in that um some songs are so built into playing the video game that uh, if you just get the 
you know, well, here's the whatever, here's the here's the refrain, um, yeah. and here's the chorus, here's like the standard version of it. It's like, yeah, but I really like the version in you know, like a something like Bitrate Runner. I really like the version that builds up the yeah. further you get in in the level, <laughs> but unfortunately, that version isn't available. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing uh, I want to say about video game music generally, um, you might have something else to say, is uh, that it is obviously transportative. So it can take you right back to playing that particular game, being in a particular place, um, or like music has that power on its own, <clears throat> you know, taking you taking you back in time sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you hear... The GoldenEye soundtrack, or you know, the title screen from GoldenEye, that takes you back to sitting around playing on the N64, or, or you know, the, those crazy tracks, actual tracks with lyrics from the crappy Sonic games, take you back to having the a, crappy Sonic games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the crappy Sonic games, um, with this kind of like earnest, weird new rock, but with really kind of nothing lyrics about nothing <laughs> um so yeah so that's that's why i like to listen to a lot of video game music um uh because you kind of build a relate oh i build a, like a relationship to that music so it's not just yep. about listening to the song and and the notes and if it's a good track or not it, it all comes part and parcel of that like yeah storytelling favorite game so i think um and not to be a sort of debbie downer for a lot of this a lot of mu- yeah, a lot of video games music isn't very good as well. There is that, yeah. Yeah, so there is also a level of, okay, this music is here. Does it fit this? Or you know, if it's like part of one of these artsy games, like a Grease or something like that, then it, yeah. usually that is more important to have that artsy side. But then the other side of it is there is just bad music in the game playing along. And therefore, I would say that on the whole of it, video games music is probably mostly shit. <laughs> there are gems, there are good composers. The AAA games definitely get a lot of um, time and effort, but indie games which aren't focused on being artsy are just going to have shit music that it plays in the background is background music elevator music so i think um it's hard to find those gems as well um, um yeah yeah and you see i mean this is one of the things that's been um amazing for me is uh you know back when um for example it was going to be one of my picks but it isn't the streets of rage 2 ending theme yeah it's so good. Um, but at the time, the only way you had of accessing it was to beat Streets of Rage 2 and then sit on the credit screen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody turned this off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, re- I really like that track. I just have to play through all of Streets of Rage 2 and then sit there and listen to that credit screen. Um, and so for a while, I think it was really difficult to, to develop any kind of taste in, in video game music or, you know, share tracks that you like because it was just impossible because it's linked to a country so when things started to move online when communities start to find each other through like oc remix and and you know the plethora of music websites we have now 
Um, that was the first time that you know, oh, you know that you know that the, the music from Sonic Three on whatever it's called, Ice Thingy Level. Amazing, amazing track. And you know, you're finding hundreds of people like, yes, this track, and here's three, you know, fourteen remixes of it. And so, like like you were saying with the the gems, you do see there are, you know, when you look at tracks which have been remixed, you do see a handful of tracks which have been remixed, remastered, you know, orchestrated or, or, or turned into 8-bit. Um, it's really like a small cluster of tracks and then, you know, everything else is kind of, yeah. kind, of vertical, kind of forgettable. And then another thing that I think because it's so linked to playing games and the experience of playing them, sometimes I think um, if you don't have the resonance of having played the game, the music can just completely... Absolutely, 100%. I I spent, so this podcast might not go very well, depending on what people have played. Um, I I have no resonance with Mega Man at all. I'm just not interested in it, never played it. Um, Yet frequently, you know, that's that's cited as some of the best video game music there's ever been. Um, And I throw myself at it and just like, nah, this, you know, yeah. Could be any... I mean, that's the other thing, is like... um, Based on your collection of video games, do you have any soundtracks or games you haven't played? Um, there are I can't. I wouldn't say soundtracks per se, but they're definitely uh, the odd track here or there. Uh, yeah. Some. Okay. Yeah. Some. Okay. Cool. Because I think that's also an important factor. Is that, like it does really help to have played the game before you enjoy the music. And in fact, perhaps that does lift the music from being potentially not very great music to the nostalgia that, that you were talking about. Yeah. 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 Which has a huge, huge sway for me. Yeah. Cool. So. Cool. Yeah, let's just jump into it. That's the intro done. So uh, what we've done is we've picked three tracks. We didn't really set each other any missions. It's not like the best three video game songs you ever heard in your life. It's just three we decided to choose. I don't know if if yours fell in any particular way. Um, I guess we can talk through them as we talk through our picks. Yeah, we'll definitely talk through how I even chose these ones as well. (laughs) Um... Would you like to go first? Sure, sure. Um, so one of the uh, um, things that I mentioned early on is I really like uh, the progression of either a song in a video game or a song that you revisit with a remaster or a DLC or, or, or etc. So this first pick is... Um, a track that I first heard in Final Fantasy VII, which is fine. I think once you know, once you know what it is, and we'll give it a listen, um, you'll know it just because you spend so much time in that part of the game. But it's not—it's not particularly in in the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. It's not particularly a standout track, uh, right? And it's the—I um, couldn't find the original title. I think it's just called War Market, although it's not the only track that plays War Market. But you, you know where War Market is, right? It's um, it's the bit where you're bumming around in the slums of Midgar. Uh, yeah. you, you've just lost the rest of your party and you're with um, Aerith. Uh, anyway, so I just wanted to give to so this. I'm not going to be talking about this, but I'll be talking about um, 
the remake calls back to this. But if we listen to uh, a short clip of the War Market theme from Final Fantasy VII, just to remind everyone where we are and to pick up some of the key bits of the music. So here we are, small clip from War Market from Final Fantasy VII, 1997. remember that yes absolutely very very much so yeah um weird kind of song right there's like a and i'm rubbish with instruments like a slide whistle in there but it's got like a bit of a almost like a reggae beat um (laughs) yeah i yeah i I kind of associate it with you know walking around a like a grotty market uh, or or, or, like there has been a booming market definite sleaze in there as well Yeah, 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 yeah 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 um uh, so anyway, that's the that's the original version, and then um, when you hit roughly the same area in um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, there's two versions of this song. The first one, which again we'll play a small clip from, um, uh, it's just like a modern day version of it, but it's but it's like significantly more reggae, I'd say. Um, so so we we'll listen to uh, it's, an, it's an awesome it's an awesome kind of like um, update to the track, but we'll quickly listen to this. This isn't the one I want to focus on. Um, but just to kind of show the development of this song, I guess. Cool, cool. Cool, very, very reggae. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, everything you've got the steel drums, you've got the what, 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 uh, but actual vocals as well. What's that yeah. track called? That track, thank you, is called the uh, the oppressed Bex business. Um, so that's the that's the kind of first callback, um, uh, to that track. And so when I was playing through remake, I was like, yeah, 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 I remember this one, um, and then. Uh, um, for no reason whatsoever uh, in I think so a complaint about Final Fantasy 7 Remake is it's very linear and I um, can't say I disagree um, I think it's as linear as Final Fantasy's ever been right you walk from one area to another area. but they were kind of like oh here's the bit where we have random fights but they're not even random it's like you know here's the bit where you have two fights if you're walking through it 
Um, and those areas tend to have um, more backgroundy music. Um, so when I was running around, again, you're in between Sector 6 and Sector 7. Um, all of a sudden, this next track called uh, Due Recompense comes on. And, um, due Recompense. <laughs> due Recompense, yeah. Okay. So all, I think all of these are composed by uh, Nobuo Bermetsu, of course, Omatsu. Bermetsu, Omatsu. Um, but I think these last two are arranged by uh, a guy called Honzawa. Um, and uh, as much as I hate the phrase, this, this version of it <laughs> absolutely slaps. It's so, <laughs> so, so good. Um, uh, with callbacks to the, you know, to the, um, the original version back in the day. And then um, when it gets towards the end, which we might not include in this clip, uh, it, it links back to the kind of um, significantly ups reggae version. Um, so, yeah, do recompense. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, and the thing that tickles my brain is uh, the bits of the song which refer back to those previous songs either that weird whistle, the weird noises um, uh, that make that distinctive track so let's listen to that
Yeah, how good is that? That's pretty, pretty amazing. That is, uh, <laughs> it is a banger. It does slap. <laughs> it, 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 uh, I mean, the, the amazing thing about um, these sound, well, Final Fantasy VII soundtrack um, in particular is, even though obviously uh, there's like a twenty-plus year gap, um, one of the things I loved about the original game is that it was so eclectic, right? And that's that's kind of yeah. What I've been really enjoying about Final Fantasy VII Remake is, yes, sometimes it's serious, but then a lot of the times you're doing like goofy bullshit, right? Or talking to a, a kid who's got some ridiculous story, or um, doing lots of different stuff. It doesn't take itself seriously all the time, um, and that's absolutely reflected in the soundtrack. That you've, you've got, um, I guess, this, the same in many large video games. You've got the full gamut of tracks from. Like very very kind of country um and then just kind of like you know background whatever music and then big celebratory music then you've probably got some kind of military music in there uh then you've probably got something that's like quite poppy yeah um and that was great about it is goofy i mean that's the thing you have to remember this is a world with kate siths and moogles and things like that yeah yeah and so that's that's why that's why i picked this track um Firstly, because you know I didn't particularly rate the original. It's a, it's a fine song, but uh, you know it's not a standout. Um, but hearing it um, reworked in these two different ways through playing remake, um, just tickling that part of my brain which enjoys things like you know crossovers and references. Um, but the thing I really like about it is, um, I guess that's that, that kind of like fidelity to its own history. So what you know, the limitations of um, you know however you however you squeezed music onto a PlayStation disc. Um, and you ended up with that weird like wah, 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 noise yeah. <laughs> and then choosing that wah, 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 and making it you know like the basis of <laughs> you know like uh, the foundation of okay we're going to do these two new tracks which go back to it um and then yeah you know two different very very um very very different versions but i just love that kind of very very dancey music which is absolutely perfect for when you're running down a, a collapsed corridor fighting <laughs> i don't know a house or the face or yeah. A lightning bat or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. House yeah. with a face. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> House with a face. A bat made of lightning and, you know, some... Suplexing a train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there we go. So, this that's that's probably one of the most recent tracks that's kind of stopped me in my... Um, stopped, me, stopped me in my tracks. The track that stopped me in my tracks whilst I'm running on the tracks in Final Fantasy VII. Um, and got me to kind of dig it up. And then, uh, you know me, listening to it 400 times in a row until it's kind of out of my system. Cool. There we go. That's my first pick. Yeah, that is our first pick, pick, and it's a long pick. So, but yeah, I'm also quite impressed that you chose Final Fantasy as well. I, I was genuinely thinking, right, I, I don't want to go for too many of the obvious ones. Yeah. Um. So I just decided to opt away from Final Fantasy or, or so some of the other tracks. Um. Uh. So, yeah. Um. On to my first pick. Yeah, what do you got? So when you sort of suggested like we do this, um, I I had a few tracks that um, jumped into my head, and one of the first ones that jumped into my head uh, was the opening track to Soul Blade. Oh yeah, <laughs> because it is it was just so genuinely epic, and it has um, it just sort of. Um, 
when you first put in Soul Blade and you get this ridiculously overproduced 90s sort of <laughs> dance track mixed with um, Japanese and for some reason there's there's um you know pirates there as well yeah <laughs> and, just... and there's a you know there's words yes yeah, so the opening track uh, the opening sequence is, is just like transcending history <laughs> in the world <laughs> you know you'll hear it in a minute but yeah, yeah that that was just so epic and then it's got lyrics and you're watching like these and that's of course very very um, nostalgic for me because you're watching these awfully created 3d people like this is 3d animation like from like (laughs) you know from 1999 so everybody's got like joints that actually look physically like joints (laughs) but at at the time you'd sit on the the title screen right to watch it again because it was so mind-blowingly awesome yeah over and over and you would (laughs) see like uh, yoshimitsu disappearing and you see like um tacky doing backflips yeah with her with her giant melon tits oh yes very very bouncy tits <laughs> and of course sofatia as well yeah um but then you'd see like lee long with his uh doing his um sort of nunchuck thing and, yeah yeah and, and of course creepy creepy voldo and yeah. cervantes ripping his face off to become soul blade soul edge soul edge was that his character name uh, that's the name of the sword which possesses him, right? Yeah, but there is a, a Inferno or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think there are different stages of him as well. Yeah, I. Yeah. It, it gets a bit weird because uh, we knew the game as Soul Blade, it was known as Soul Edge, and then and I think at some point, yeah, internationally they tried to get everyone on the same page. Then it was really confusing because. Yeah. Either the sword or a character was called something that was the name of something else before. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But yes, uh, so the opening track to Soul Blade. Transcending history and the world, a tale of soul and swords, eternally retold.
<laughs> I I forgot quite how good that song, <laughs> that song is, and because it, it, it goes it goes places, right? It's you've got the mix of um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna insult a culture and a nation, but you've got like a mix of um, Japanese instruments, right? Yeah. Um, from the drums and I don't know something like a shamisen and da da da, and it's quite tranquil in places. And then you've got this guitar rock. Yeah. Walk <laughs> yeah. over the top of it, and then um, kind of slightly mispronounced. You know, it, it doesn't sound like it's a native English speaker. No, it definitely isn't. Singing a a, a track in English, but um, that adds to all. It makes yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then, then you've got kind of like a rappy, <laughs> rappy bit. Um, and it's really funny because listening to that, um, I could picture parts of um, that uh, that I, I, what do you call it? Like the rolling video or opening FMV? Yes. Yeah, so it's, you know, it slows down, and that's the bit where uh, you've got the ladies and the, the cherry blossoms falling yeah, down. Yeah, the cherry or, blossom where um, Sophia for some reason yeah. is appearing and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I used to love that track, and I and this is probably ties into something that uh, you were talking about. Is like I used to have the soundtrack for this. Wow! But I didn't own it legally. Oh uh, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I had to find hooky versions, and and that's as that basically was how we had to find these soundtracks and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it was uh, there was a lot of. Um... Being on extremely dodgy mirror sites, being like, mm, I'm gonna, I, I want to listen to this track so much, I'm gonna click this link, and it's either gonna brick my computer or, <laughs> yeah, in in three days, and I've downloaded 25 meg, um, I'm gonna be, <laughs> gonna be happy because I've downloaded the Soul Blade theme tune. But yeah, like uh, I definitely had. Uh, it was an album of some kind, so it did exist somewhere, probably in Japan. Yeah. Um, and it had a remix version of that one as well, um, which is really quite cool. It sort of started off with, you know, transcending history in the world, but then it immediately went into dun 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 dun, where uh, sort of this evil guitar. It was quite cool. Um, I know it's an awful, awful version of a guitar. Didn't, 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 didn't. But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and that is uh, exactly what I used to do. Is I would actually have that on uh, my MP3 player, not not an yeah. iPod, an MP3. A player. generic MP3, MP3 player. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so was that was U- one. Was it a USB storage stick as well? Uh, I'm sure you can and, uh, use it as one. <laughs> and a radio. I had one that was a USB stick radio and MP3 player. No, no. I, I, I remember. This was... It was 48 megs. <laughs> so you could barely get a whole MP3 album on there. <laughs> and this was like back in the day where you could rip your own CDs. So yeah. I used to put them in at the shittiest quality. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I would like get the whole of... I don't know. Marilyn Manson's Beautiful People album <laughs> on yeah. there and then that you know it would be at the worst quality ever and that's how I used to listen to albums nice. and it, it didn't have proper buttons it had little rubbery buttons that you pressed yeah you know kind of like uh, the same kind of buttons as your calculator would have that kind of oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah yeah um 
Oh yeah, anyway, enough talking about MP3 players. But in interestingly, I don't think the rest of the Soul Calibur series really... I can't think of another sing another track that is anywhere near, you know, obviously that was different because it was a title track and had lyrics. I can't really think of any yeah. other track from... I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, the thing is, with fighting games, you're you're not going to be concentrating the music. The music does immediately go straight back to the background. Yes, you will occasionally get some themes that you hear, and you probably only hear it at the same time as they're like doing their intros, and that's all you care about. The rest mm. of the time, it fades into the background. No, I, to... I disagree. I think a good chunk of of the very best video music is from fighting games. But I, I can... Yeah, but like even, even Smash Brothers, like, whatever is playing in the background fades. Unless you listen to it in um, some sort of gallery, you don't, you don't... You're not going to get half the nuances or interesting bits that you probably have seen and or heard in smash brothers and stuff like that. well I, I do the opposite to you i go into sound settings turn down sfx and <laughs> character voices and crank music up. not off but it turns off but yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah like the the music just serves um to be in the background like there are some great tracks of uh, like even the original street fighter and stuff like that yeah. um and actually soul blade um that final fight in the story um when you're against inferno or soul edge um whatever the character name was um he it's, it's like this epic epic sort of uh, violin thing going on and it is really really scary you know like hellish sound which is you know like these things happen um and um i i tend to I'm sure there's a million uh, fighting games with amazing soundtracks, but like I, I, I personally am too engrossed in hitting a combo um, than listening to um, some kind of a theme going on. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look up what this bloody character is. Uh, Solid. Nah, don't look up Soul Edge. Don't worry about it. And I, it's not... It's not it, worth it. He's said Inferno. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not Inferno. It was oh, definitely well. called Inferno in later games, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, right, so, that yeah, that's Soul Blade. Um, and I think, I think, in part, I really love that music because it does evoke the uh, <laughs> the opening graphics as well. So I think it's uh, it's it's a mixed bag of like just remembering how great that was. Mm. Um, but yeah, on to you. What do you have next for so, us? So my next pick is one that's slightly different. I, I remember thinking about this um, when I was on some kind of website or forum or some kind of social media with a bunch of other people chatting about video games, and um, some people were saying that you know there's no decent recent video game music. Um, you know all the all the great stuff is from eight bit, sixteen bit, etc. Um, which I didn't think was true. No. Um, but I was playing this game. <laughs> I was playing this game at the time, and this is one particular track that grabbed me. And um, so this is uh, from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Um, if you remember that, so um, 
a Kirby game, but everything's made of yarn. Extremely yeah. cute. Um, typical Kirby game in that it was a easy cakewalk first time through, and then you unlock devilish, hellish mode. Um, Kirby games have had great sound. There's there's an inordinate amount of great, great Kirby music uh, from those games, which to me is still surprising given that they're, you know, kind of friendly platforms normally. Um, uh, but, you know, the influence of the the music from those games is everywhere from, you know, Snoop Dogg memes back in the day um, <laughs> um, through to, uh, you often see it as like, YouTubers intro music is normally a Kirby track and um, this one's slightly different so this is from uh, a level called Lava Landing um, so yeah uh, as you might expect with a name like Lava Landing it is a lava level um, but this track goes into um, a very funny place I think so it starts off uh, kind of like a bit like a grumbly volcano Know, so lava's kind of bubbling away um and it just has this really really nice piano section um which again i you know as i was playing running along collecting things hoovering them up turning them into yarn or whatever um i was kind of like oh hang on what's happening with this uh what's happening with this track and then it was almost impossible to find it so this would be a case even in 2010 when Kirby's effort young came out <laughs> it'd be a case of loading up Kirby's Epic Yarn on the Wii and going to Lava Landing and then standing in the level <laughs> just to hear this, just to hear this music. You know, this is before, well, 2010s, nearly there. This is before, you know, lightning fast rips and, and um, I think the Wii in particular either was unpopular with the kind of people who scamp rip music off or had some kind of protection on it, which meant that it was quite hard to find Wii tracks. Yeah. For a while. So anyway, this is uh, Lava Landing from Kirby's Epic Yarn.
Okay, so that was a, a guy playing a piano. Is all of Kirby's Epic Yarn like that? Um, yes. Generally, it's... Uh, so there are recognisable tracks, um, like Green Greens, Gourmet Race, but everything has a bit more of a... Um, I don't know. I think it's quite cool because it doesn't sound electronic-y or bleepy-bloopy or um, anything like that. It's just yeah. and as a game soundtrack that sort of moves away. That's quite cool. I think it's as as like the palette as as pastel as a palette, I think that's kind of what's going on with the soundtrack. <laughs> so it's recognizable but it but the uh, instrumentation is kinda of like the pastel version of instrumentation. And um um yeah I just I just absolutely love that uh that kind of uh where the piano breaks, I guess. <laughs> um, from just being the kind of do 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 background noise into this um, like really, really nice little uh, little um, ditty um, that just sits, yeah, just sits in this otherwise um, kind of uh, background-y kind of track. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like, I, I mean, first of all, I'm just like, I don't know any Kirby at all. So that was very different. I didn't expect to sit here as like a person playing at the piano. Like you see YouTube people of like playing the Super Mario theme tune and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is the actual in-game soundtrack is played in the piano. It's quite yeah, funky. Yeah. Quite quite funky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I, said, I really like this. And this is when I was on the hunt for um modern video game music. This is very good back in 2010. Um. <laughs> And it's like, oh, this is a unique track. Um, I really liked it, yeah. I'm just kind of sat in a lava level. You don't ever hear it again. Uh, like I say, it took me ages to find. And then slowly it seems to get a bit of appreciation. There's a there's a really nice um, bluegrass remix of this track um, <laughs> okay. on OC Remix, um, which for a long time was my substitute so that I can't, I can't find the original. So uh, uh, I'll listen to this quite nice bluegrass remix. Um, with all the instrumentation you might expect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, shall we call it there for <laughs> part one of our music fest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's make this a two-parter, I guess. Very clearly, very clearly. Okay. <laughs> we'll catch you next time with some more music banter. Yeah. Shall we call that the name of the segment? Music, music banter. Um, has it been that bantery? I think it's been more banter than music, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Music ban you, ban just ban shut up. That guy's a maniac. Why do you banter? <laughs>